Welcome to a new episode of Craft Beer Conversations, where the beer and the conversation are always on me. We humans are ruled by the sun, and it's that time of year again, the time of year when we transition from big, heavy stouts that keep us warm to something much lighter, more refreshing, and easy drinking. Seeing the first crushable beer is like seeing a robin, you know spring is near. My first encounter came late last week, just before Brew Detroit released their brand new Citrus Blonde. I met up with Dave Seacott, Brew Detroit's Director of Sales and Marketing, to chat about their new release while enjoying one of those Citrus Blondes together in their Corktown Tap Room. Dave, let's talk about this Citrus Blonde. It'll be on the market. American Blonde, Cascade Hops, Citrus Peel, comes in under 5% ABV, right? Uh, 4.7%. You know, before we even get in, inside the can, I'm such a sucker for packaging. Tell me about the can itself. You always rep Detroit, and this is this is no different. Yeah, with this one, we used our go-to outside uh, artist, who is his name is Ian Burke. Ian Burke has done other things with us, uh, depth label. He's done the Corktoberfest label, um, and then most recently, he's done you know this. Uh, Citrus Bond label, which is um, you can see uh, different things that he's he's done. He, he did Panda Bear as well, so he's an illustrator. He's an artist. Um, anything that you you've seen him do, whether it's Depth or Corktoberfest or uh, Panda Bear, that's that's him. That's him drawing that stuff. So um, it's really cool to see uh, his artwork and uh, things that he's able to do. And then you look at the Citrus Blonde, which is, uh, you know, you have uh, all kinds of Detroit icons. It's like an imagined skyline, but like yeah. a mishmash of, it, yes, it's exactly. not linear, right? Not everything is next to each other, but the way it looks. Correct. Yeah. Well, if you, if uh, I think the only thing that uh, like in the direct line, if you're looking at, you know, um, uh, what is it? Heart Plaza. Yeah. Um, you know, things are in a little bit different areas, but like if you're looking at Skyline, the way the can would actually wrap around, it's probably in uh, the correct spot. A uh, few things, but uh, I guess it depends where you, you are on the city. But it's gorgeous, and I love how it incorporates the, you know, the wheat and the hop. I mean, it just, yeah. it, again, it's such a thoughtful can, and, you know, I was I was talking to the folks at M4CIC, and, and, and really anybody, I think, will tell you this, but the packaging is so important. You're, you're fighting for shelf space. Nobody knows that more yeah. than you. And people shop with their, I can't taste it till I get it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I gotta, it's huge. Uh, you know, it comes from, you know, even other uh, areas like wine and stuff like that. There are, uh, you know, so many winemakers out there that will tell you, like, you know, uh, yeah, our, our juice is good. But at the same time, we specifically worked on this label because there are so many people who buy wine because of the label. It's the same thing with beer. You know, you got you have to be able to stick out on the shelves at least a little bit. Um and I think most of our cans can kind of do that. I don't think we uh, fall in line with with too many other other breweries' uh, can art. Which, so, you know, this to me is like seeing a robin, right? Like spring is here and and summer's not <laughs> far off, and you yep. can taste that. The goal. I mean, the last time I was here, you know, you and I were splitting a you know a, a bourbon barrel aged stout, right? You're I right. mean, and yeah. you know, two three months later, here we are, and I mean, it's like in the mid fifties. It's sunny outside. It's nice out. And you taste this, and this is one of those beers. And this I, this term gets overused, but I'm going to contribute to that. It's, like, so crushable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. you could just over and over, and with the ABV being as low as it is, that's the point of this. Not not to force you to have 100, but, I mean, it's something that you can, <laughs> yeah. you know. For example, last night I had an Ascension Stout, and it was 16%. Like, I'm only having one of those. Yeah. And I even, had, you know, almost didn't get through that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I love overused terms. I will overuse terms Excellent. all the time. Uh, so I am okay with crushable, and I would agree it with is. you that it's something that, um, 
Yeah, man. Like even when you know it gets a little bit warmer, things tend to go down a little bit easier sometimes. Right. And I think this is one of those beers that have the potential to do that. Um, and uh, it's just something that I think people will enjoy uh, as the the weather starts to turn. I mean, around a barbecue at the beach, yeah. right? I mean, this is this is what this is, right? And you know. You guys, and, and I, I know that when you have releases, you got to grab the attention. We were just talking about that, but you guys are making a splash with this release. And I mean, are you hoping that this takes off in a form of Delray or Cloud Nineteen? I mean, I know that that's a that's a that's a big deal, right? I'm not <laughs> yeah, t- yeah, trying to match Del, uh, Cerveza <laughs> Delray, but you know what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, some beers come out. You're not. You can't. You can't blow the trumpet every single time. You guys have such a big uh, uh, exactly. rotation. But I mean, you're doing it for this one. I mean, yeah, I'm sitting here right now. It's. I mean, it's always a hope that something takes off like that. It, you know, that only helps us grow and do different things and be able to do something like this or, uh, you know, do bigger, bigger barrel age program or something like that, to where we're we're bringing in, uh, you know funds to be able to support something like that and continue to grow and that's that's always going to be our goal to do uh you know cool things uh, and really get out there and um you know it's it's interesting interesting here as far as how uh you know the the beer is brewed back there and how we run our marketing and sales and stuff like that and how everything comes together uh it's everything is really tight like we're always in communication with with eric in the back of the brew house and tim and then even kevin up here in the in the tap room um we're all in really good communication um with what's going on in the market what's going on here in the tap room things that they've heard that people want to to drink uh, back in the brew house and then working through the idea of, okay, how are we going to put this out the right way to where um, we've really thought through all of this stuff. So it's, it's not, um, it's not uh, on a whim, you know, we've thought through all of this stuff, you know, for instance, you know, since Citrus Blonde, we've been on this road since early mid-October. You know, so we're really, uh, it starts with a concept and then we kind of work through it and each different, uh, you know, each different area of the, of the business. So we're making sure that we're all touching base, base with each other, communicating properly to make sure that everybody is on the same page and here we are. It's like time travel though, right? I mean, you guys were thinking about this in October, brewing test batches late fall, and then here we are, you know, it's early March, it's getting warm outside, like it's crazy how you do think you're like, oh, you know, now is the time, but for you guys to be with the time, you have to be ahead of it. Yeah. And that's the, uh, the weird thing, you know, the people, you know, always ask like, how, how come spring beers are coming out in the winter? And it's because, well, you got to get the shelf space. You have to get ahead of, um, you know, the mind of the consumer and kind of transport them into this next season and slowly get them in the mindset that it's it's getting warmer you know we everybody here in michigan we can talk about oberon all the time and that's that's one of those beers that whether you like it or not you know that spring is coming because oberon's coming out and you know it that's usually mid to late march i believe you know third week of march something like that yeah so you know it's always um it's always good to see when that that's coming out because you know that right around the corner is warmer weather and the flowers and everything start popping up. I mean, you know this. You have young children like I do. Uh, if you've ever had a kid lose like a glove or a hat in February or yeah. end of January, like you're screwed because it's already bathing suits on the. Because you're talking about why is this out so early? It's like you have to be thinking ahead, right? It's like yeah. if your kid loses a a, a, a winter item any time after Christmas, good luck finding another one. It's just bathing suits. <laughs> Which is wrap their hands in socks. Yeah, exactly. I've got double <laughs> thick ones. It's great. 
what is your and I, I mean again I know that there's uh, I'm not saying that you would lie but obviously this is your brand this is what you guys do but I mean just your takeaway after after sipping on this latest creation because again I think it's super smooth and and with the cascade and the citrus peel nothing is too overpowering it's just I mean it's just really easy it's no effort to drink it yeah I, uh, for me it is um, uh, my go-to just to give you a heads up my go-to for our brands um, I always go back and forth with Delray and Camp and Beer. Camp and Beers are, are straight-up American Blonde. Um, it's one of my favorite beers that we do. Um, this one takes a little bit more of a, a turn with that citrus peel, and I do like the addition of citrus peel, especially you know, if you're one of those people that like to drop a lime in their Delray. I do every once in a while, not all the time, but um, you know, adding that just a little bit of that zest from uh, you know a lemon or a lime is uh, really for some reason in your brain takes you to a little bit warmer weather you know that's 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 and i think this this beer does that you know i was looking at the the release and you know obviously this is going to be out on draft you have it here and this is a little off topic but i i am curious now after the governor's announcement yesterday um covid cases are dropping restrictions are easing not everybody's going to open up to 50 percent, but people are going to have the opportunity to do so and this question goes more beyond this tap room here though i know that you guys are concerned about what you do in-house as well but a good chunk of your business is beer going outward and so i just i wonder like people talk about um what the economic recovery in this country will look like will it be a u-shape a v-shape what do you think the keg comeback is going to look like? And like, I just I wonder because you guys go through big volume and you do other things for other companies too. I just that's something that people have been talking about for a while. I just wonder what you think the future of the keg is going to be in the immediate, like now. Yeah, that's so immediately now. I think that you're going to there. I mean, draft sales are already starting to go up. Um, slightly, uh, it's not roaring back or anything like that by any means at this time. Um, but that's something that we thought about last year. What's going to happen? As soon as we're at 50, 75, 100% ready to go. Um, and my, my anticipation is that people are going to start to ease into it. And then it's not going to be eased into it anymore. People want to be out of their houses. They want to be at their favorite watering holes. Uh, they want to be among other people, right? And whether you're ready for that or not, there's going to be plenty of people who are ready for that. So, um, and you know, I think that um, whether you do agree with it or not, you know, that's completely up to you. Uh, you if you want to go full on and get out there when they say you can do so, you know, do it. So, what are you guys? What are you guys like doing in the back of the house when it comes to, you know, whether it's what you're doing and what you're doing for others? As far as like, are you, are you hearing from customers saying, "Hey, look, um, you know, the orders are just coming down." We, we haven't ordered kegs from you lately, or we have not been doing this lately, but hey, I want you to start thinking about... Because, I mean, you talked to... Um, I was at M4CIC last week, and he's like, I got this, Mike, it's like, I got this giant stack of kegs, and they're just sitting here. Uh-huh. I can't do anything with them. Yep. They're taking up all this space. And I'm wondering if you're starting to see, like, people asking for more of that kind of stuff. I just saw that stack of kegs that you're referencing the yeah, other day when I went over to talk to Mike, and, um, you know, it's... Uh, there's a forecast, right, that has to be submitted. So for us, it's we have to really rely on, as far as our keg orders go, what our clients have yeah. and our customers have given us to say this is what we're going to do in draft. And if it's beyond that, it makes it a little bit more difficult to make some adjustments unless unless for some reason it, it, it's not hard. You know, uh, if we're able to move it, we, would, we will obviously move it uh, and make sure that our customer is taken care of. But at the same time, that's why we do the forecast because – 
you know, uh, we got to make sure they're in the house, uh, you know, not in a warehouse somewhere, and we're able to do it the day of, uh, you know, the packaging date for their beer. So, um, and that goes the same thing for us, right? So I get held to the same standards uh, for our beer as what our customers do. So uh, production and, and everybody in the back of the house is asking me and on me, what is your, your keg breakout? What do you need for kegs? Because we have to have them in. And if, you, if I don't order them, it's going to be very difficult for me to get what I need if I don't put in my order uh, the same as everybody else does. It's like it's exciting, but at the same time it's stressful because we're just not exactly sure what it's going to look yeah. like. But you said it. I think there's going to be through March and into April like an easing. But then as the weather starts to get more uh, palatable consistently, I think it's just going to. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Everything is uh, so up in the air. Um, and, you know, uh, I took a, a, a trip. Uh, we, we drove down to Florida, right? So um, did it safely. Uh, didn't really want to drive. Took the, the F-150, so we only had to fill up a couple times on the way down there type deal. Um, but, uh, you know, you go down to a state like Florida. Uh, you can't even tell. Florida's basically wide open. Um, there are certain businesses that uh, are implementing masks, like the grocery store that we went to. They were, they had a, a, a mask mandate for their store. But driving up and down the strip of where we were staying, every bar that had an outdoor patio or even indoor patio was, you know, shoulder to shoulder, and uh, nah, no mask uh, mandate in, in sight or anything like that. Uh, and it's going as business as usual down in, uh, you know, southern states like Texas just, you know, lifted theirs uh, 100%. Um, so, you know, it, it, we'll, we'll see what, yeah. what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not paying close enough attention to Florida or Texas numbers um, to, you know, be able to weigh in my opinion on that. And I, I just did what I thought was, uh, you know, safe for my family. We were down there seeing uh, uh, my uh, grand-in-laws. Uh, so... I, we're not taking any chances right. by going out or anything like that. Like we're gonna make sure that they're safe um, uh, for you know whatever reason. So it was a lot of uh, cooking in the rented space that we had, cooking at their place, and ordering carry out as we do up here in Michigan. And uh, you know it was, there were no problems whatsoever. It was like a almost like a normal vacation aside from going to like a theme park or something like that. You know what I mean? So um, the, it was really no change for us for what we did as far as uh, a vacation aside from, you know, a, a, your occasional parents' night out at a bar or something like that. You know what I mean? That was my conversation with Dave Seacott from Brew Detroit. Their Citrus Blonde is now available at your favorite retailer and in their Corktown Tap Room. Make sure you are subscribed to the pod so you don't miss anything across the Metro Detroit craft beer landscape and beyond. Plus, you can always follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Zach E. Clark, Zach with an H, on Instagram at The Brew Man Chew and TikTok at Brew Man Chew to see what I'm up to.